It was Christmas Eve night at the University of Richmond back in 1910. The silence of the night was broken by A.R. Hawkins, class of 1912, who alerted his classmates and professors of a massive fire in Ryland Hall. University of Richmond was a pretty young school back then, and President Frederick Boatwright feared that this fire would destroy the contents of the library and the small museum that was above it. Boatwright grabbed an axe and used it to break the doors open. He and the students on hand saved 15,000 volumes of books and the museum's most precious gift, an Egyptian mummy. The students set her down carefully on the lawn amid piles of books, a bust of Cicero, and various other artifacts they saved from the museum. The mummy rested there until dawn, when they carried her to Boatwright's nearby home and placed her under his Christmas tree. The mummy was donated to Richmond College in 1876 by Professor Jabez L. M. Curry. Professor Curry is actually a relative of ours, albeit by marriage, and lived an extraordinary life. This mummy has a name. Her name is T. Amini Nett. The university has her body, her elaborately decorated coffin, and a selection of Egyptian artifacts like the canopic jars which house her organs. She was buried on the west coast of the Nile, near the Valley of the Kings, and probably lived in Thebes. This mummy was one of 30 excavated at Thebes as entertainment for the Prince of Wales, Edward VII, who was visiting the region in 1869. The prince gave T. Amity Nett's body and coffin to his American translator, who sold the mummy in 1875 to Professor Curry. Before being given to the school, she was displayed at the Philadelphia World's Fair in 1876. She arrived in Richmond to great fanfare and was displayed in the Richmond College Museum, then in the Jeter Memorial Hall Library. When the college relocated in 1914 to its current location in the West End of Richmond, T. Amity Nett was displayed in the library and then housed in the biology department before finally coming to rest in the ancient world gallery of the Department of Classical Studies. T. lived sometime between 685 and 525 BC. This era, also known as the Sate period, was marked by Assyrian invasion and increased contacts between Egypt and the Greek world and ended with the conquest of Egypt by Persia in 525. She died around the age of 30 to 35. Her cause of death remains unknown, but CT scans made at Virginia Commonwealth University's Medical Center in 2010 reveal severe arthiosclerosis, calcification in the arteries of the heart. She also suffered from very worn teeth, a common problem in ancient Egypt and scoliosis. I have my own problems with the university regarding how they have treated my family's history with the denaming of various buildings named after ancestors and great benefactors of the university. 
like T.C. Williams in the School of Law. It is clear to me that the University of Richmond doesn't appreciate the gifts it has been given and has no respect for history, whether it's ancient or during America's post-bellum period. The following comes from Spring 2007 Richmond Alumni Magazine, and I quote, T. Amini Nett was crudely stored in the basement of Northcourt, exposed to high humidity, gnawing rats, and student pranks. On Halloween night, West Hampton Dean May Keller was walking past Northcourt's Blue Room when she noticed strange lights casting eerie shadows on the walls. She peeked inside and saw T. Net lying on a table with a white carnation in each hand. The sophomores, she suspected, were playing tricks on the first-year students, end quote. In a 1999 article with the Richmond Times-Dispatch, UR Classics professor Stuart L. Wheeler said, I got the mummy encased when they closed down the biology museum. They told me they were going to throw her away. Wow, I feel for my girl, T. Amity Nett, because I also feel like my family has been thrown away by the University of Richmond. Now, there's a recent trend among academics and activists that these artifacts are stolen and rightfully belong to the country of origin. This even showed up in a recent Marvel movie, of all places. Now, tell me about this one. Also from Benin, 7th century, <clears throat> Fula tribe, I believe. Nah. I beg your pardon. It was taken by British soldiers in Benin, but it's from Wakanda, and it's made out of vibranium. <laughs> Don't trip, I'm gonna take it off your hands for you. These items aren't for sale. How do you think your ancestors got these? You think they paid a fair price? Or did they take it like they took everything else? Sean Mufti, head of the journalism department, has even retweeted others who expressed this belief. Considering the treatment of T. Amity Nett's remains over the last 100 years, I feel the university has not been a good steward of her. And with the rabid desire to tear down everything that came before them, I am willing to indulge the academics and the activists. And at U of R, they are one and the same, and agree that, yes, everything in the ancient gallery must be returned, right? At the University of Richmond, the administration likes to do the bare minimum when it comes to being virtuous. This is why they have to virtue signal and disclaim their founder and donors as terrible, terrible people. These were virtuous and honorable men who simply lived in a different time. They are the very definition of holier than thou. In the eyes of the university, having the remains of an ancient African woman is a sign of prestige as a center of higher learning rather than a stolen artifact that should be treated with some sort of reverence. It would actually require work and sacrifice to admit, hey, T. Amity Nett never really knew the state of Virginia. Her body was looted out of a tomb as entertainment for an Anglo-Saxon prince. We don't deserve to profit off of this spectacle.
We haven't done a good job taking care of her. If the university is so woke, shouldn't the money be given back to the Egyptians? On another line of thinking, if buildings are denamed because of a connection to slavery, shouldn't this mummy be eradicated? Egyptians had slaves. A young noblewoman whose epitaph listed her as a high mistress buried near the Valley of the Kings was almost certainly a slave owner. Moreover, and more convincingly, the artifacts in her coffin depicted the slave she owned. And it was the ancient belief that Egyptian slaves continued to serve the dead mummy in the afterlife for eternity. What? The U of R must dename her and remove her body. Perhaps her body should be eradicated in the same manner that the U of R eradicated T.C. Williams. Will U of R burn the body in a big ceremony on campus and invite the news media to exhibit how virtuous it is? Come on, U of R. You can't have the body of a slave owner on display on campus. The student body and liberal professors clearly need to riot and burn down a few buildings. President Halleck can begin his own journey of learning about virtue by finally handing over the documents we requested about the law school and how it was denamed, which he hasn't done after many, many months. But more on that next time when my brother Walter comes back to spit fire and continue to call out President Halleck and board members for being little candy-ass Sally boys. If this is your first time hearing about our fight against the University of Richmond, check out our playlist called The University of Richmond's Woke Nonsense. You can also find us on Linktree at You Are Woke. You can read my articles, see our documents, and find other videos on troubling professors. Wait until you hear about old Professor Snazza, who's a Satanist with an uncontrollable fetish for taking pictures and posting them on Instagram of dead animals. Unlike the University of Richmond, we aim to be as transparent as possible. Thanks, folks. See you next time. Although paintings on the tomb they do the sand dance, don't you know? If they move too quick, go away, oh, they're falling down like a domino. All the bizarre men by the now they got the money on the bed. Go crocodile, oh, oh, snap the teeth on your cigarette. Going top to the hooky pop, say, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. Walk like an Egyptian.